welcome to the Conundrum Podcast. I am Sam Taha, and I have an accent. This is episode number three. Thank you for joining me as I mindlessly ramble about random topics and issues that interest me throughout the week. Yalabina. Kif, we have a conundrum. <sighs> I am super late with, the, with this podcast. I was supposed to record and upload this on like the 7th of January, and now I'm like 10 days late. And as any self-respecting procrastinator, I kept telling myself, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. And tomorrow never came. I rack a discipline. But this is harder than I expected. This podcasting thing. I thought it would be just me rambling for 10 minutes every week with no preparation and no planning. And just be myself. <laughs> but it's, it's more than that, you know. I have to make it relevant and interesting, which is hard because I still don't know my audience or my voice. Also, it's a significant amount of work. I mean, I have to get in touch with my inner teenage girl and get active on all sorts of social media, which I suck at. I have to prepare some material or else it will be like all over the place with my scatterbrain. I'm not Chris Hardwick or Mark Marin, so don't expect Like, don't expect Bill Gates to come to my podcast and talk about his charity work. It's just me and the stuff I write every week. But I'm going to make it work. For now, bear with me as I make more changes to the podcast to make it better. I, uh, I listened to the last two episodes I made and I noticed that I spoke fast and my pitch was a tad higher than the average human ear could take. I thought it would be funny to have fake sponsors and fake episode numbers, but it's, it's not working. So, I'm changing things. Let's make it more conversational. I'll keep collecting news or topics that interest me over the week. And I'll keep doing this as a personal blog until I find my voice and my angle. It's, uh, it's going to get better. I promise. I know I promised that before, but I, I intend to keep my promise. I might get it wrong a couple of times, but eventually I'll get it right. So, bear with me and thank you for listening. Now... 2015, everyone. How's that going for you? It's been a slow start for me. I've been uh, trying to reboot myself since the holidays ended and like trying to get back on track. But, you know, my energy is still behind. My energy hasn't kicked back in yet. Over the break, I was in uh, hibernation mode. I spent my break stuffing my face with pizzas and M&Ms while binge-watching Friends and Doctor Who. But now school is back again, and I'm back full-time. I'm writing and directing a play, doing improv and stand-up here and there. But again, it's just like my body's still asleep. I'm exhausted all the time. I have no energy to do anything, but I'm powering through it. I'll just like try to keep my resolutions this year. I'm trying to exercise again. I'm trying to quit those magnificent cancer sticks. But it's hard. I've been smoking for 15 years. Smoking is my reward system. Even the other day, I spent the entire day being good and smoke-free. And then I ran for like 15 minutes and did nine pathetic push-ups. And then I felt good about myself. I felt motivated. So I celebrated my achievement by smoking. Ugh, very disappointing. Very, 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 very disappointing. But um, I'll give it some time. I'll get back on the horse again and... We'll see what this year has in store for me. Anyways, let's talk about the main issue this week, which is the rising trend of assholism that has been sweeping the world. Now, I know we as a species 
love to categorize stuff. We just love putting people in boxes and breaking them into categories. We have lots of boxes, and we can't wait to put you in one. That's why we will never get rid of racism, because it's in our human nature to put people into boxes. You meet a new person, and you're like, what are you? Asian? Mexican? Christian? What's your story? Which box should I put you in? And it's not just race and religion. It's everything. Engineers think doctors are assholes. Like Doctors think dentists are a joke. And everyone think actors are spoiled brats. You know, that kind of thing. The problem with these boxes is that they make us generalize to find similarities. Because in these boxes, we make connections. Oh, you're Christian, I'm Christian. Yay, we're in a team. It's in our tribal nature. Us versus them. My group is awesome, your group sucks. That's why people love sports. Your team versus my team. And then we make these generalization like all Packers fans are assholes. Everyone who lives in California likes surfing. You know, we love th those generalizations because it's, it makes it easier for us to judge other people. But the thing is, if one person who belongs to whatever group did something bad, then that be the behavior of that person is suddenly the general behavior of the entire group, which is unfair. And I don't know if this is news to you, but not all, not all cops are assholes. Not all Republicans are conservative. Not all Russians want to invade Crimea. It doesn't work this way, even though if it's in our nature. So I'm not going to ask you to get rid of the boxes. I'm not going to like pretend that I live in a magical world where all of that will go away. But I'm just going to ask you to replace all these boxes with just two boxes. On one box, it will say asshole. And on the other box, it will say non-asshole. And then you'll start putting people in these boxes accordingly. Simple, right? And if you think about it, nothing else matters. Every culture, every society, and every group has its good people and has its assholes. The asshole that cuts you off in America is the same exact asshole who cuts you off in Egypt. No difference. Same demeanor, same attitude, same stupid look on their face while they do it. And we all hate that guy. So if, you, if we can't get along because we don't like the same things, let's get along because we hate the same things. And no matter where you go in this planet, there will always be assholes to hate. So I'm not going to ask you to, to, I'm not going to take your hate away. I'm just going to ask you to direct it to the right people. Now, I'm saying all of this to make a point. If an asshole from my box decided to overreact and kill a bunch of innocent people because he got offended by some crap, why do I get to be put in the same box? You know what I'm talking about. I didn't blow up anything. I didn't kill anyone. I was stuck in traffic when it happened. Non-assholes are not responsible for the actions of assholes, nor should they, they, should they be held accountable for their behavior. No one can change an asshole. If it, if it was that easy, we would have been enjoying peace on earth centuries ago. But that doesn't mean that the non-assholes don't condemn the terrorist attacks and support freedom of speech, etc., etc. If you, if you don't understand my point of view, allow me to make like to to put this in racist terms. Okay, let's say there was a magazine that decided to exercise their right to freedom of speech and printed an issue all about the N words. Now, the majority of black people will be offended by the cartoons. 
non-assholes in the black community will be offended and their reaction will range from boycotting the magazine to sending a couple of angry emails to the editor-in-chief. But that's it, because they're normal people. On the other hand, the assholes of that group will go batshit crazy and attack the magazine and kill all white people in it. Blah, blah, blah. Is that wrong? Of course it is. But the N-word is still offensive to the majority of that group. Your retaliation to the incident shouldn't be, Oh, let's publish more N-words because freedom of speech! You're not helping. Drawings of the Prophet are as offensive to Muslims as the N-word. You choosing to punish the assholes of that group by printing more N-words will only serve to offend the non-asshole individuals who did nothing, who had nothing to do with the incident. Instead of doing that small little distinction, we are discussing, like we're taking this tour to discuss whether the problem is with the religion or the ethnicity. Oh, maybe it's Islam, maybe it's all Arabs. You get to hear like stupid stuff like, uh, uh, not all Muslims are terrorists, but all terrorists are Muslims. What the hell is that? We get to hear like some amazing remarks from really smart people like Bill Maher. Bill Maher came out a couple of days ago, I guess, I guess a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about how millions of Muslims support the attacks. And another ignorant tweet came from this thing called Rupert Murdoch, who said, Maybe most Muslims peaceful, but until they recognize and destroy their growing jihadist cancer, they must be held responsible. I mean, for God's sake, read this sentence again and, and, replace, and this time replace Muslims with Jews? and jihadists with Zionists, and tell me if that's offensive or not. If I said, maybe most Jews are peaceful, but until they recognize and destroy their growing Zionist cancer, they must be held responsible. Wouldn't that be considered like Nazi remarks, anti-Semitic remarks? Isn't this called like persecution based on religion? If I said that, the world will flip around me. But because anti-Semitism is treated like a crime, man, Islamophobia is just, is just like, meh, who cares? Who cares about those goat fuckers? Or is it that we don't have rights as Muslims because we get to be put in the same box as terrorists? Instead, we are on the receiving end of this unjustified, growing Islamophobia extravaganza. Europe is now in paranoia mode. I understand. I understand where their fear is coming from. And I understand that it's hard to fight terrorism. We've, like we, oh my God, Muslims, have been fighting terrorism in Egypt since the revolution. We have this, like, new Nazi party that popped up called the Muslim Brotherhood, and now they're blowing stuff up. Every, every time I look at the, every time I look at, at, at the news, at local news in Egypt, I see, like, oh, bomb at the, like, a bomb at the train station, a bomb at, like, and they're killing civilians too. We, we all want to fight terrorism, and we want to fight it together, Muslims and non-Muslims, and everyone, no one likes terrorists. Is this like something new? Do you think like, well, I don't know. Anyways, if you support like if now in, in, in France, the, the like the things has not deteriorate, deteriorated, but France is usually like basically on a on a, on some type of a, like alert. And I understand where that's coming from. But people are put, put to jail over some stuff they said on Facebook. There was a comedian, a French comedian who got arrested. And I guess sentenced to five years or he will be sentenced to five years in jail because he said something like he made a joke about sympathizing with one of the terrorists or something like that. A terrorist attack was foiled in, in Belgium today. 
Like, there were some major arrests in Germany, and of course, they're arresting Muslim people. And today, there was another hostage situation in France. It's crazy, I understand. But we're directing our hate, we're directing our paranoia towards the wrong people. A couple of weeks ago, I saw this article that talked about the so-called shawarmaization of France. Shawarma, if you've never watched The Avengers, is like a Middle Eastern burrito filled with, like, beef and chicken sometime, with some tomatoes and tahini. It's great. You should try it. So, basically, there has been a rise in the appeal of Middle Eastern food in France, especially in shawarma, and the French authorities are freaking out. They're trying to address the problem of the growing terrorist cuisine. That was before the terrorist attack. Now what's going to happen? Are they going to start raiding falafel stands around the city to abolish the Middle Eastern food and avoid getting Islamakuris? That, that's ridiculous. Imagine if a group of crazy Mexicans did some shit and suddenly America decided to ban Chipotle. People will flip out. Nobody wants to ban Chipotle. We need to stop punishing an entire group for the actions of their assholes. I mean, I love Americans. I hate American foreign policy. If you think all Middle Easterns are terrorists and all Muslims are jihadists, then I can safely say that every American should be held accountable for the actions of their government. I mean, where was, like, a couple of, in 2012, for example, in 2012, some crazy loco from Norway slaughtered 70 people and injured 110 others because he wanted to preserve a Christian Europe and get rid of all those Muslims popping around with their shawarma and falafel. No one said anything about Christianity then. No one said that the moderate Christian should be held accountable for the crazy Christians in their rank. It was just labeled under bad things that can happen in Europe and swept under the rug. But anyways, I'm not here to talk about Islamophobia or Christians gone wild. I'm just saying that if we are trying to categorize, if we try to categorize people by their behavior, instead of throwing around blanket statements, things will be much better. And don't get me wrong, I know we love to hate people. I know. That's why I'm not going to ask you to eliminate your hate. I'm just going to ask you to, like, direct it to the right, to the right people. So, let's stop blaming innocent people. Let's all condemn assholes and assholism. Because that's the only way we all get to be on the same team. Team non-asshole. This is why, this way it will be assholes versus non-assholes, regardless of their race or religion or nationality. Let's put the Asian asshole next to the Turkish asshole, next to the Christian asshole, all on the same box. Because all assholes are created equal. This way, the only thing we'll be held accountable for is our failure to explain to the next generation that labeling people and hating them is not the way things are. And that's this week's conundrum. Thank you for supporting the show, even if it was just by listening. And please give me some feedback slash angry comments on the things you liked and the things you didn't like. You can find me on Twitter at SamTahaHaha or like my pathetic Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash SamTahaHaha. This podcast is available on iTunes and on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com forward slash conundrum hyphen four. Uh, you can check out my, my website and stand up on samtaha.com. Our music was composed by the French band Delco. This has been a presentation of Misfits Productions. I'll see you next week. Until then, salam!